That's right. You're locked into 99 Pod, aka not 1999 anymore podcast. And as usual, we bring you the best debates that sports media has to offer. And before we proceed to give you what you need, make sure you like and subscribe to the channel to be notified of any uploaded content that will be coming your way. And man, when I tell you the last video that we dropped talking about Kenny Pickett and the interesting comments he made about study habits, that video right now was doing really well. We're trying to get to 500 in a couple hours. So let's get that to 1K. All right. So spread the word because me and Zach and everybody that contributes to the show, Zay, we all work hard. We all have personal lives and, you know, we got to get the money, you know, where we can. And so we juggle. We don't really have to do this, but we do it because we love it. And we do it because we love debating sports and we love talking sports. And this is something me and Zach been doing since the collegiate days. OK, so definitely like and subscribe and pass on the word. Without further ado, I can tell you what the word for right now is. A lot of stuff has happened today in sports, and me and Zach, we didn't plan on recording today, but with so much things transpiring, we had to get on the mic to give our opinions to y'all. And the NFL trade deadline, we all know it's today. Lots of transactions, lots of selling, lots of buying. We're going to talk about that and the Brooklyn Nets. Can I say I'm not surprised they're in the media for a bad reason again? They are. They always in the media, and it's not for winning. So we got to talk about them as well. So, Zach. How you doing, bro? Well, what's going on, my guy? Happy to be here as always. And it's crazy. Today was just one of those sports days. We have a few of them that just drop kind of out of nowhere each and every year. But today was one of those days where we were just hit with big news story after big news story after big news story. And it's almost like you don't even have enough time to react to the first news story that's big because before you could even think and come up with an opinion, the next big news story is already out there. And I feel like that's what happened today with so many moves going down in the NFL trade deadline. We have some NBA news with the Nets we're going to get into as well. And you know, man, there's no place I would rather be than right here on the Not 99, Not 1999 Anymore podcast, 99 Pod. Let's get it. Let's get right to it. With our first topic, the bombshell that we got this morning, and it kept coming, right? It, it kept coming this morning, especially in B-Town, a.k.a. Bucktown. That's what I call it. As Ime Udoka is um the strong front runner for the Nets head coaching vacancy that is now open after the firing of Steve Nash. Should the Nets trade Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving next? Now, before we get there, Zach, I do want to get your initial thoughts on the firing of Steve Nash. Yeah, dude. So this was a move that was a long time coming for me. Steve Nash should have never been the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets to begin with. We all remember a few seasons ago, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, they come in and Kenny Atkinson was still there, who we both agree. He was a very good coach based on everything he did with the Nets before those guys got there. And that first year in Brooklyn, Kevin Durant is hurt. He doesn't play the whole season. And Kyrie Irving, he started the season, but he was in and out of the lineup. Then the season shuts down. That was the COVID season, 2020. So the season gets shut down. Uh, there's a few months off, and we don't see Irving on the floor again. And that would be the last season that Kenny Atkinson coached the Nets. Then Steve Nash comes in, and the only reason he was hired is because the Nets and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, they wanted a buddy of theirs. They 
wanted someone that would take it easy on them. And while that's all well and good, that doesn't translate to victories. I made this comparison before the NFL season started, and I'm honestly feeling better and better about this. But the Nets have a lot of similarities to the Denver Broncos and vice versa. These players, stars coming in from other places and just not really respecting the head coach, really thinking that they're equals. And that's exactly what happened here. Kevin Durant even said, or I, I believe Kyrie said this actually, that they didn't even need a head coach. He said that when they hired Steve Nash. And when it came to this move, man, like even last year after that Celtics series when they were swept, I think that's when for me the writing was really on the wall. It was like, okay, enough is enough. You need a big coach in the NBA if you want to win and advance in the playoffs. You need star talent as well. But the Nets were lost last year. They did nothing creative. And with all the controversy going on in that organization, we're going to get into it all. I I just don't think Steve Nash was the right guy to lead it just because the only reason why he was brought in there anyway was because he was close with KD. He was close with Kyrie Irving, and that's never going to lead to victories in the NBA when you're just hiring your friends. You need to hire the smartest and best person for the job. So, yeah, I think it was the right move for the Nets to get rid of Steve Nash because he should have never even been hired to begin with. Yeah, I never liked the hire from day one. I'm glad to see you come around, Zach, because since day one, I never liked the hire. You know, and I was very vocal about that. I, I done ran about three, four episodes when that happened within a week, talking about how they made a mistake. And it it's funny how all things come back full circle. When you be ridiculed, when you are being ridiculed for your takes that you make on the mic, which I have been over the years, and now some of my takes in all of sports is starting to come arise. Now I'm sitting here and saying, yeah, I told you so. You see, from an X's and O's perspective, it never made sense. Right. Not everybody who played the game know the game and can talk the game. Scottie Pippen reminds us that all the time when he comes out with his outlandish statements. Some people don't really know the game like that through and through. So I already know from an X's and O's perspective, it wasn't a good move. Plus, I already know he was kind of like a robot that they programmed. You know, you see pictures of Steve Nash hugging Kevin Durant tight. You know what I'm saying? He's like a robot programmed. And. What Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving needs is guidance. Just because they're already established and won championships doesn't mean they don't need guidance from coaching. A guy that knows what to do with the roster when things are going on. Kevin Durant don't know what to do. He don't know, all right, let's throw in Blake Griffin against the Celtics so he can give us, you know, viable playing time. That's supposed to be the coach that sees everything that's going on and goes deep into his rotation. Play the young guys like Cam Thomas, who was cooking up in the absence of Kevin Durant. He didn't want to do that. So that's on coaching. And that's why I already knew it was a matter of time before he got the hammer. With that being said, this Ime Udoka potential hiring, listen, I don't think you could go wrong. Ime, Quinn Snyder, they are both, you know, better options than Steven Nash, right? They are. But at the same time, if I were, you know, um, my guy, I keep on forgetting his name, not Josiah. Um, Sean Marks, I would have went the route of Quinn Snyder with all due respect because, you know, you are asking a guy in Ime Udoka to come here and hold Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving accountable, okay, because they need accountability. And look what happened with him on the Celtics. He wasn't accountable. I think that makes us, it serves us a disaster. He wasn't holding himself accountable when he was on the Celtics, a team that, made the championship, fell short, and was looking to come back, add a lot of pieces, you know, the way how they did during the offseason to try to come back 
and win the championship and rewrite their wrongs, he was the biggest issue. Normally, that's the players that tend to mess stuff up, get into off-court, you know, actions that, you know, results in uh, suspension where the team is now suffering. That was Eme. And you expect him to come over here instead of culture? I would have went with Quinn Snyder because I like his hands-on approach. You always watch him. He's always up and down the court. He coaches from the sideline. He knows what he's doing from an X's and O's perspective. And he commands the locker room. That's the guy I would have went with. But either way, you can't go wrong because it's better than Steve Nash. Yeah, so it's interesting because from a, a pure basketball perspective, it's a good hire for the Nets. Ime Udoka was really impressive in his coaching ability last year, getting the Celtics a team that has had some tough losses in the playoffs before he got there. He got them really over the hump, and they were only a few wins away from winning a championship in only his first year. But yeah, it's hard for the Net for me to think it's a good idea for the Nets to bring in this guy with everything that happened off the floor. And I think the Nets, by doing this, they are going all in. Like, it's been obvious, really, since the summer when Kevin Durant requested the trade, Kyrie Irving did as well. We thought for a second that both guys could be out the door sooner rather than later. Their owner is tweeting things uh, against them. So it was just a crazy situation. And when uh, you look at the, the decision to bring in Udoka, he was in some hot water. And I just don't know if that's the guy, especially this quickly, I don't know if that's the guy that you're going to want to bring in with all the other stuff that you have going on right now. It's almost like the Nets knew, like we both live in New York. We know that this is primarily a Knicks town, even when the Knicks aren't doing so well, even when the Nets are what, even if they're one of the best teams in the league, like they're not really going to have that much attention. And it's almost like their owner was testing that narrative. Like, okay, we're literally going to do whatever we can to win whether it's uh, bringing in the coach that was in some really hot water, having literal sex with everyone uh, in that Celtic organization, like he could, like he was out of control, and they're deciding to bring that guy in because he's a good basketball coach. I don't want to hear anyone in not only the NBA but any sport preaching this morality anymore because this quick of a turnaround, the Nets deciding to bring that guy in as their head coach is pretty interesting, a very interesting decision to say the least. But yeah, from a pure basketball perspective. I think if the Nets are ever going to win with this group, the best guy, the guy with the best chance to lead them to that is Ime Udoka. I understand that argument, but I just don't know if it's really worth it considering really ever since Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving have arrived in Brooklyn, and really this is more towards Kyrie Irving, a little bit towards KD, but not a lot. Like all they, all he's really done is cause trouble, you know, in the last eight, uh, 10 years, he's had eight head coaches. He's the modern-day version of the coach killer, which you can't have in your locker room. It's funny because, you know, most – how can I word it? Matter of fact, let me take back and take that I was going to say. Now, to kind of transfer us to the question at hand, should the Nets deal Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving next, I'm not sure if I would be willing to, simply because you already came this far. You know, I don't think Ime Udoka, respectfully, with all due respect, is not indicative of his coaching style. But the way how the Nets is set up, they're not set up right now to win. Now, that's where it gets interesting to me, because do Sean Marks continue to try this Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving experiment that he's tried out for the last three or four years that hasn't worked? It's like, yo, they've been invested in the championship for the last four years and everything is something new. And it's like any coach or any player that they bring is not 
translating, whether it be James Harden, whether it be Steve Nash, right? They needed a guy like Kenny Atkinson. They got the right guy out of there. The guy that was very hands-on with the players that brought them to a level where they could compete and work with nothing. Think about it. They was making moves with nothing, not much. Guys that were forgotten in the draft, guys that were not, never even looked at. Jared Allen, you know, D'Lo was forgotten because of his stint with the Lakers. And he got them playing good. And now you got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, and you don't know what to do with them. So it's like, I don't know where the Nets go because with all due respect, you know, when it comes to Kyrie Irving, I think he's on his way out the league. And it's not my politics. I don't really get into those conversations about personal views. We all have our personal views and and how we view the world. But um, I think what Kyrie Irving is doing is kind of giving himself a one-way ticket. You look at everything going on with Ye, right? I know this is pop culture, but I do want to make the comparison. You look at everything going on with Ye, Kanye, right? We call him Ye now. And everything he said against the Jews, right? And, you know, that's a whole big topic right now that's finding its way, actually, to sports. And I think for me, when it comes to that, Kanye also said some things about George Floyd. I didn't really take offense to it. So I don't really care, right? It doesn't affect me. I don't really care. I don't think we need to put value in what some of these high-profile players or entertainers say, to be honest with you. Like, I don't really feel that there should be any value in that. And anything that Kyrie Irving say is obviously going to grab a, a bite, a sound bite, and it's going to be a distraction. So I do, I don't know. If you're, listen, I'm all over the place. If you're Sean Marks, you kind of got to work this out and hope that Ben Simmons can give you what you need, the reason why you traded for him, being a guy that could defend. Right now, he's rusty. He's out of sync. He needs to be able to be more aggressive and assertive when attacking and penetrating the paint, not to look to score, but to find the open man. So the Nets got some work to do, and I'm not sure. Listen, I was stumbling a little bit just now. I don't even know how to fix this, right? They could try and put a Band-Aid on the wound by signing Ime Udoka, but even with the signing, I don't really think it makes much of a difference for the Nets, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, they're screwed. I mean, they have two of the most talented players in the league on their team, and we're both sitting here in agreement saying there's really no shot this team could win anything this year. That's when you they're know. Not both, I don't even think they're better than the Cavs. Honestly, if they were to play again in the playing game like they did last year, I'm taking the Cavs. The way how Donovan Mitchell is playing right now, Darius Garland has yet to play. Cavs Levert, he's finding his rhythm on the team. I'm picking the Cavs. They're not even better than the Cavs right now. And they have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I mean, yeah, this is a team that was the seventh seed in the East last year and got swept in the first round. And I know they have two of the best players in the league, but at the end of the day, they, they haven't won lately. The Kyrie Irving, the Nets during Kyrie's time in Brooklyn have fired more coaches than they've won playoff series. Like, that's a ridiculous stat. Uh, but it's crazy because you have these two guys, and really the Nets were – they were down to begin with just with Steve Nash. There was never really a chance that they were going to win anything with him as the head coach. And I think when you look at this situation, even though Yudoka is a pretty smart basketball mind, it might just be the damage is done too little too late. Kevin Durant didn't even want to be in Brooklyn a few months ago. I also, I really wonder what's going through his mind right now. I, I believe we spoke about this uh, a little bit on the show during the playoffs last year, but man, he has to regret leaving Golden State and hitching his wagon to Kyrie Irving because even though Kyrie is really talented, it's just never about basketball and he's just not a guy you could trust. We've, we're seeing it right now a little bit in the NFL with Devontae Adams. Like these decisions you make in terms of where you're going, where you're playing, you don't have an unlimited amount of time at the peak of your powers as an athlete and you really have to make your prime years count. And when you look at Kevin Durant, 
ever since he went to Brooklyn, it's been a failure for this organization and things are definitely at a crossroads right now, for sure. Yeah, I mean, look, Kevin Durant is his own mind. And I know I heard that take before that you said about Kyrie Irving. My dad, he really is not a Kyrie Irving guy at all, right? I probably have the best chance of defending Kyrie Irving. But my dad, nah, my dad, <laughs> him and Kyrie Irving is... My dad is like, yeah, that's what you get for listening to Kyrie Irving being in your ear. Kevin Durant is his own mind, okay? And I think that situation, not to get into that aspect of things, but I think that situation, verbal altercation with Draymond Green, opened the opportunity for Kyrie Irving to recruit Kevin Durant over there. And that's what happens when you run your trap and you don't know how to act and contain your emotions, Draymond. I think that was the outlet right there for Kyrie Irving to say, look, we could do this by ourselves. Let's go over to Brooklyn. But at the end of the day, just like how the devil, if you believe in biblical thinking, offered Judas a bunch of gold to betray Jesus, he did it. That, that he, You know what I'm saying? He the one that did it. So at the end of the day, you're your own man. You make your own decisions. His decision was to go over to the Brooklyn Nets, try to do something. Pretty sure the media saying that, you know, what he did was a bus rider, you know, on Golden State had something to do with that, too. When everybody's pumping that narrative, which is a true narrative. Hey, what has he accomplished on his own? Nothing before and after Golden State. So at the end of the day, and I'm going to end here with my take. I think if you're Ime Udoka, maybe there's hope in the sense that you got the Celtics playing team basketball. They were a lot of ISO um, movements on that team as well. You saw Jason Tatum become a more of a playmaker. You saw Jalen Brown a little bit. His playmaking skills in the playoffs started to develop. Maybe you can take Kyrie Irving's game and Kevin Durant's game to another level. And if you're Kyrie Irving, I want to see Kyrie Irving develop more into a playmaker for others. You know, he had these highlights where he's making great assists, but he doesn't do it that much. When I look at Kyrie Irving, all they're doing is looking to score, score, score. Kevin Durant, score, score, score. And when they have an off-shooting night, they don't win. I noticed that with the Nets. If Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving is having a bad day, they lose. If they're having a great day, they may win or they may lose a shootout because they play no defense. They have to play better team basketball on both sides of the ball if they want to contend for a championship.